Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And, well, as many. And that's because, I mean, you said it right. You, were, you hit the nail right on the head. Football players, it's, it's you got to play, and then you stop. You're playing, you stop. It's, so it's, it's, it's play hard, rest. Play hard, rest. I mean, you saw the other day, there was a, a soccer player, a professional goalie. He saved the shot and went down and had cardiac arrest. Yeah. Just, ha- just happened the other day. Yeah. Because soccer players are completely amped up. They keep going. They, they don't stop. Well, it's, it's, the, it's, funny, it's one of the most enduring sports in the, in the, in the world. Funny you'd mention that because somebody said to me the other day just what you said. Well, what's your, how, do your, how does your theory – this is like a mom, like, you know, who was a, mm-hmm. a, f- a former um, hockey mom. How does your theory then uh, relate to high school football players? I said, you know, why are they uh, more susceptible than college or pros? I said, it's very easy. The age. Well, not only that, but good high school players, they, they play offense and defense. That's right. They, they don't get a rest. Like, it's like, oh, come off the field. These cats are out there the whole fucking game. If you have a, if you sure. have a good wide receiver on offense, when the defense comes on the field, he's playing safety. He's playing cornerback. That's right. It's like uh, so they don't get a rest, and so they their heart rate gets up and they collapse. I mean, it's right. it's very basic what we're seeing here, and the very fact that the NFL has an owner on the same team that they literally, literally, I mean, the the equivalent of being kidnapped just just vanished, and they I think that's one of the reasons the Bills didn't go to the Super Bowl. It's like, oh wait a second, we got this uh, Kim Pagula problem. People are going to be saying. Not of course the people on TV, but but regular folks be saying, "Hey, where's the owner? Isn't that weird that she vanished and they haven't said anything?" And don't think that this Demar situation with people pushing back was not the catalyst for Kim Pagula's daughter to write this. Well, that's right because yeah, she didn't funny. say a fucking thing for seven months. Well, it's funny. So, Mike, when I when I didn't watch the Super Bowl, I just I, I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to watch it, and there was just no way I was going to do it. Um, and I use and you, you remember the way I used to be, you know, with, the, you know, with the Redskins. I mean, I was, I was, I was, yeah. you know, I was crazy, uh, you know, when we were in high school. Well, you didn't, you didn't, you know, wear a dress like some of those cats in the stands, but no, like you were, no, I, that, you wouldn't do right. that. You, you weren't but, dressed as J. Edgar Hoover, but you, you were a big fan, a straight fan, I didn't watch straight it. fan. I, I didn't watch it. So right. I, I went into, I went into work the next day and I was talking to one of my, one of my coworkers and. And I said, well, how was it? And he said, he looks at me and he says, I called it at halftime. And I said, what do you you mean? He goes, I called it at halftime that Mahomes was going to make a comeback, a startling comeback and win the game. 
And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And boom, you, you know, I mean, he, and he was right. He said, he said, this is what happened. He said, you know, I, I guess were the Eagles up 10 by 10? Yeah, up by half? 10 at the half, yeah. Yeah. He said, the Eagles were up by 10 by the, at the half. He said, um, you know, Mahomes has got one of the, one of the worst um, or a painful injury. He said to me, he said, well, a painful injury that, you, you know, that, right, you that think, was supposed yeah. to sideline him. And then he's like, somehow, miraculously, this guy ends up winning the game in the last seconds of the game. He's like, it, it was storybook. And he said, and I called yeah. it at the half during, during the, um, during the halftime show. He was right. I you mean, should have put some money on it, paid three to one if you bet. Well, um, I mean, it's, no. it's, it seems like it's scripted. Well, right. we know we we know that this is whenever this, there's there's this much money. I mean, I, I, I like the man. Super Bowl where you know it was like a blowout, and then it was, it was San Francisco. You said something, but you said something the other day. I didn't even think about. I didn't even think about the fact that the NFL is like you know, um, you know, wrapped up with FanDuel and and all the oh other yeah, gambling. I didn't. Now, I didn't now you're, you're fucked now. I mean, there there was you know. <laughs> <laughs> they were wrapped up with gangsters and mobsters running the rackets and the illegal yeah. betting, illegal books. But now it's like phew, now they're wrapped yeah. up with Fortune 500 company. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even, you know, didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. But it is WWE. Yeah, I started to figure it out when the, it was the uh, Super Bowl where the 49ers played the uh, the Ravens and the game was out of control and they couldn't get it under control. So they just cut the fucking lights. <laughs> oh yeah, remember they turned that? the power off for like forty minutes. It's like what? And then <laughs> the other team, you know, has a chance to regroup and come back. And yeah, like, so what funny. the hell is this? Right? That's so an funny. extra forty minutes of commercials too. Yeah, it's like thank you. Yeah, we'll just keep playing these commercials. <laughs> but but you know, to go back to Demar, that was my takeaway when I watched it. I was I, I that was way off. Know. And the fact that Strahan, of course. Him being a alumnus of the NFL and and uh, and uh, somebody who was uh, of course uh, had had massive financial problems after he retired. Now he's just like you know playing catch up, but um, wouldn't push back on that. It's like a complete joke. It's like wait a second, well, he can't, what do you he mean? can't you, push. I know, but just thinking, everybody watching that is sitting there thinking, why don't you ask him what what are you talking about? Why won't you say? Yeah, but he can't. He can't push back. And you know what's funny about it too? They can't. They don't have really a polished actor type. Most people would be like, they would turn on the crocodile tears. You know, I know it's too painful. (laughs) No, this guy was just like fucking Iceman. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about. You know, he didn't seem very well spoken, right? No, I mean, coming like how he came up and stuff in Pittsburgh and. Went to a real, real fancy finishing school in Pittsburgh in high school, and then went to Pitt. And I mean, when you watch his videos, the guy's all fucking world, man. Really, right. really well spoken. But who knows how many times he has to do that? And and uh, I, I, to me, it seemed like he was really nervous to be being interviewed. Like he didn't. I think you won't he was see told, him being interviewed again for a long time. They just no, got, not for they a long time. Just got that out of the way. It's like let's just put him out there, and you know this kind of thing. Well. I was getting the sense again that you know he was told what he could say and what he couldn't say, and that this was this was scripted out, and you know he had he had to follow a line, 
You got to follow the line. That's when, it, when, it, when you get right down to it. And all these things are preordained, right? Like, I mean, I mean, you were in the media. I mean, well, you're still in the media, but it's different for you now because you do what you want to do. But you know as well as I do. I mean, I'm so jaded that whenever I see something on the news, the first thing I think of is who placed that. Yeah, it's bad. Who, and I was a fucking I there? was a fucking killer too, man. I was like, you know, I was right. I was always only hunting for. I mean, I wanted to get to the bottom of stories too. But the only reason I wanted to get to the bottom of stories because I wanted to get on the front page. Mm-hmm. And so you like you literally have a, a killer mentality. I'm gonna get all you know. I have to fucking take my game to the next level to beat out everybody you're competing against. We had we had over a hundred reporters, so it's like right. you know, kill or be killed. So whatever. If somebody but, places a story with me, and it's a great A one story on on the front page, I don't give a fuck. It's going A one. It's my business where I got. I mean, you know, you, you make deals with the devil when you're when well, you're hustling. But, 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 but you know what? But when it, when it comes to the big media sources, right? The big media players, everything that you see has been placed. Oh yeah, it's an advertisement. Now, but I mean, I'm it's not, an advertisement. This stuff was in the '90s. Now it's on crack. Now now nobody does any work. They just sit around until they're handed this stuff and right. know, told what to say. It's crazy. So good points. You know, good points. You're, you're, and, and you know, by the way, kudos to you. I, I you know, in terms of bringing up what's going on in East Palestine, it's 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 heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, you know, talk about burn pits, right? I mean, we're talking about burn pits in other countries. How about the burn pit that's been created here and now in this country? It's, right? it's, it's this insane. Is, it's terrible. I just what talked happens. to some people in Pittsburgh. They're like, yeah, this could fuck us up too. And, you right. Know, my wife and I were looking at, at to farmland out there and stuff. We want to get out of here. And uh, well, it's now, terrible. But, you know, yeah. now we have to look at that. She's like, what do you mean? I said, yeah, we got to talk to some. People like some of the land we're looking at. It's like, she's like, I don't understand what the hell happened. And I told her, and then she starts following up. And she's like, Jesus Christ, you can't even move to a farm. And I'm like, I think that's probably part of the point. Well, I mean, the Ohio River right now, um, you know, that's all going downstream. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be, does the Ohio link up with the Mississippi at some point? Sure, it does. Sure, it does. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you know, because I, I don't know, I don't know my my my, my waterways. It right? cuts so, uh, southwest. It, it runs past uh, what uh, Indiana, Ohio, Indiana, and then Kentucky, yeah, and then is, down to the down to the Mississippi. Yeah, this is bad. This is really bad. And this is, you know, quite frankly, at the end of the day, this has got the Secretary of Transportation's fingerprints all over it, and the EPA administrator's fingerprints all over it because it was sanctioned. God, I love that. I had to do it. I'm sorry. I love that. God, I love that. I love that. I love that. You have to keep. I mean, we can be serious, but you have to be ball busters too. You know. God, I love that. It says so much without saying it. So we just, you know, it's perfect without getting us in trouble. (laughs) I love it. Well, it's always good talking to you, my friend, brother. Thanks for checking in. All right, thank you, man. Be good. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks to the yes man for checking in and uh, love the insights. And uh, yes, it's just a theory, quote unquote, <laughs> until it's not a theory. Just like it's a conspiracy theory until it becomes the truth. Of course, it was always the truth, etc. <laughs> but uh, the behavior of these institutions uh, lends and leads to theories and, and be- being labeled a so-called conspiracy theorist.
when you're just a regular human being who's able to use reasoning and basic deduction and common sense, uh, Occam's razor, to reach the conclusions of what's really happening. Well, there's a farmer I know. Uh, let's have some farm music, everybody. <laughs> farm theme music. Okay. It's a little red rooster. That's considered farm music, right? Just let it kick off here. Like when it kicks in. But to check this out, some of you uh, chemists out there, real scientists, not uh, government scientists, which are really fake scientists. It's like playing a doctor on TV. Burning vinyl chloride creates hydrogen chloride. I was told today, looking at my notes, when hydrogen chloride attaches to water and humidity in the air, it creates hydrochloric acid. They've created floating acid in the air. And the government's not saying a goddamn word about it. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here, of course. A little hydrochloric acid floating through the air? What could go wrong? <laughs> hydrochloric acid just floating around. Stuff is nasty, man. To say the least. Even when you use it for, like, uh, industrial purposes, you have to cut it, like, ten parts water, one part. Hydrochloric acid. And then still, it is... You gotta wear, like, fucking gloves and a mask and a respirator and stuff. It'll knock your ass out. It's floating around in the... You know, it's gonna rain tomorrow, too. On the East Coast, and I think in that area of the United States. Maybe the kids can go out in the rain and play. It's insane. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. It's completely insane. Well, there is one good thing. If there's acid floating around in the air... In Ohio, look around. Don't be surprised if you see Joe Rogan. I'm just saying. Somebody say acid, man. We got to get. Hey, man. Gas up the Volkswagen bus, man. <laughs> Fucking idiots. We're dealing with here. So we'll keep an eye on that. That's what I was told today from a farmer. And we're. We are really um, expanding our contacts in many different realms. You know, we talked about these, uh, Maria talked about these 15-minute cities. I've, I found this interesting today, understanding what's going on here. I ask you guys to think outside the box, and when you do that and you, you know, get your brain in shape... Anything else, conditioning. Condition your brain to think this way. You pick up little things like that. So we'll 
this is a, a one-two punch. The first punch is, hey, we've talked about 15-minute cities on here. So I'm going to go to this clip because the mayor of Cleveland is saying, hey, we want to be a 15-minute city. <laughs> I know all you guys who have hooked up in Cleveland down at the flats, you say, this place has been a 15-minute city for a long time. All you ladies out there, some of these guys are only good for 15 minutes or less <laughs> down at the flats. Anyway, <laughs> it's more like a six-minute city. Some of the guys I know from Cleveland, <laughs> 15 minutes, that's being generous. Anyway, kids, uh, what I'm talking about is uh, parking. <laughs> I'm talking about parking down at the flats, kids. <laughs> it's a family show, for fuck's sake. Let's go to the <laughs> the clip. It's very interesting timing. Let's go to videotape. Mayor Bibb introduced the idea of being the first 15-minute city in the United States. He did this in his State of the City address last night. The urban planning model is new, but city planners told our Sarah Shookman the time is now to tap into federal dollars to address some of Cleveland's deeper problems. Imagine a Cleveland where everything you need is less than 15 minutes away. It's this ideal planning framework where human needs and desires are accessible within a 15-minute walk, bicycle ride, or transit trip. And that's really what we're striving for in this new planning model. City planner Matt Moss says it doesn't have to be a dream. Instead of a concrete jungle where people work and separate places where people live, in a 15-minute city, everything is closer. It's starting out with the city we have now and then asking residents how they might want their community to grow or change in ways that, again, make things more accessible or provide them with more opportunities to access the things they want to get to in their day-to-day -day lives. First, planners are making a list of what's there, things like grocery stores, parks, schools, but also workplaces. In some neighborhoods, it's more quality that's lacking due to busted sidewalks or lack of bike lanes or bus stops. In others, whether it's green space or food justice, they're lacking altogether. The problem isn't that we just don't have a store. It's sort of like, well, why don't we have a store? And we need to dig under and get at the roots of that problem. Case Western professor Darcy Friedman directs the Swetland Center for Environmental Health. Her research has shown addressing nutrition equity can start a strategy of change. Because unless people have the ability to eat a healthy, nutritious meal every day, I don't know how we can talk about people being prepared to, you know, go into our education systems or get the best job available for them. Along with building, the city says changes to zoning restrictions and development incentives are likely necessary. Friedman urges community members to make sure they're at the table. Not just asking, demanding to say, where is the space for us to inform what this looks like? Those opportunities for participation are coming, the city says, noting that the payoff here is a greener, more sustainable city with more solidarity between neighbors. But let's be real, this change will not happen overnight. Laura, city planners say the timing is right, though, with funding from federal infrastructure bill and some other sources. And we will keep you updated as to how we can all weigh in. All right, I know you will. Sarah Shookman live for us tonight. Sarah, thanks. So, hey, Cleveland wants to be the first 15-man city. The Young Bucks came up with that. Kudos to them. And so that's interesting, right? We'll talk about that likely tomorrow with Maria. Well, well, there's something else interesting about it, too, because this is a female um, newscaster in Cleveland. One of the young bucks said, oh, I want to I marry that Spanish woman. I said, what Spanish woman? You just watched the video clip 
the folks on pain.tv, they get the video uh, podcast. I said, what Spanish woman are you talking about? They said, play the clip. So I'm sitting here playing the clip. Like, her, the newscaster. I said, bro, she's not Spanish, man. That's not Spanish. That's Italian. <laughs> and he says, how do you know? Jesus said, here we go again. <laughs> I have to educate these little bastards. <laughs> no offense, kids. No offense. I said, first of all, your approach is going to be way wrong if you would like to court this young lady and you walk up to her and ask her what country her parents are from, etc. <laughs> you don't even know where she's from. If you're going to be out profiling the ladies, you got to have a ground game, my, my man. 100% Italian. So he said, I'm going to go check it out. He comes back. Yeah, she's Italian. <laughs> hey, I know these things, man. We have an Italian on the show every Friday. Anyway, my first girlfriend was an Italian. Don't tell my wife. And uh, some of these girls, even back in the day when I was a teenager, I was like, Boy, where do these women come from? <laughs> You don't say, I mean, well, I'm going to get myself in trouble with other nationalities. I can just hear it now. <laughs> Anyhow, I said to him, you don't have a good ground game. You know what's going to happen when you approach the ladies? You're going to hear a little bit of this. Beat it. <laughs> Beat it, buddy. Scram. What else? I Besides some internal fun we have and bullshitting. And don't forget, we're just dudes, okay? Don't uh, give dudes a hard time for being dudes. We're old school. We teach old school here, right? We don't hang around the soy lattes and talk about fucking, you know, Mayor Pete's fireman calendar. <laughs> we're old school, okay? What else I found interesting about that is that it came from Cleveland. And it was getting a lot of headlines today. Well, not far from Cleveland, we have an ecological environmental disaster. So I start to think, hmm, did this come out just because of that? The timing? You know, let's, hey, let's make sure that our, even our media in Ohio, in Cleveland specifically, and parts of surrounding let's give them something else to cover besides this ecological nightmare when you look at who runs cities who's connected to who etc the parties the money you understand that that's a very likely possibility the news media would go actually out of their way to not report what's happening and so when you think outside the box those thoughts will cross your mind but just like the yes man said it's more of a theory, but uh, damnedest thing if these theories don't keep coming true. Biden was, we have to do a, a proper montage. We're going to uh, play the Biden clip first, and then we're going to play a little reality check. He's talking about clean air. And the green grift and clean air. Did you see the fucking plume? And the disaster 
It's over the Midwest in Pennsylvania, and now it's affecting uh, multiple states. He's talk, still talking about clean air? Yeah, this is for you, pal. Fucking beat it. <sighs> All you folks know this is Eddie Van Halen on here? Bet you didn't know that. So he goes into the studio, he lays down that track, and, you know, Michael Jackson's like, all right, like, what do I owe you? Let's work it out. Have your agent call us and call my agent. We'll work it out. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Hopefully it makes your album. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> now today there would be lawsuits and paperwork and scandals. <laughs> Tell me again how things weren't better back in the day. Let's go to the videotape with Biden. He's he's not even has he even fucking said anything about what's going on in Ohio? No. They don't they don't care. There's no FEMA. There's no I mean Talk about JD Vance, this dope, this poser, this puppet. Uh big tech fucking puppet, techocracy puppet, technocracy, techocracy, whatever the fuck you call it. Puppet. The last two days, he says he's working with FEMA to get some relief. But the governor has to ask the president to bring FEMA and declare it a national emergency, national disaster. He hasn't done that. Hasn't been done, at least by the time we're recording, it hasn't been done. So how the fuck can J.D. Vance be working with FEMA when they haven't even been called up? This is fucking liars and posers. Right? He probably called some fucking cat at FEMA, talked to him on the phone for five minutes. Then he went and he had to clean Peter Thiel's house. Can't make it up. But it's one thing after another with this crew. They don't care. No FEMA, no FBI. I mean, we're just... I mean, there's a list of government agencies that should be responding to this that haven't even showed up. I ask you again, why are we paying through the nose for these people? You know what I mean? Bring back fucking King George. Bring back King George. He charged a lot less, and he wasn't even fucking over here. <laughs> he charged a lot less than these guys. These guys are popping here for 40 50 55, in some cases, 60% taxes when you add it all up. What are you getting for it? Choke the fuck out and forced out of your home. Don't worry about it, though. The railroad is giving residents $1,000. If they trek into, <laughs> they have to prove that they live there. They get 1000 bucks. I would caution folks in that area, we have folks who are listening, uh, not to sign up for your 1000 bucks. 
right away if it includes you signing your rights away. You know, because uh, it's like, this goes like all the way back to the Old West. It set up a table. Well, sign right here, and you'll get from the company, we'll give you two bits. All right, we'll give you three bits. Just got to sign right here and say that you got it. And uh, some other fancy legal jargon there, boy. And then you find out, oh, you know, you don't get everything you're supposed to get. You either get muscled out of a settlement, you get muscled out of a reward, or, well, you sign right here that we bought your we bought your plot for three bits. And, yeah, it was a silver mine. You ain't getting nothing. And so this, is, this goes back. It's just another grift. Here comes the big fucking corporation with the table. Set up the table. We'll give you $1,000 for your problems, you know, to offset your expenses. You just got to prove you live here and pay no attention to that small print where you sign your rights away. And you sign your ability to recover, you know, further damages when they condemn your fucking house or whatever happens. Oh, and by the way, this is insane. By the way, you have to trek back in to the contaminated site to get your proper paperwork in order to prove that you live here. These fucking criminals that are worth tens of billions of dollars, they can't even take your word that you live there. Who is going to show the fuck up and pretend that they that they live there. And even if they did, who gives a shit? You're out a couple extra thousand dollars. You're making billions. Plus not even the insurance that they're gonna cash in from this fucking scheme as well. This whole disaster. Sometimes disasters can be very profitable. Believe me. I investigated a number of them. Thousand bucks they're giving people. Ah, oh, yeah. Where's the fucking government? See anybody giving out? There were there's there have been private folks showing up and handing out water and food. These are folks like you and I, who say, you know what, this is bullshit. We're going to get together and try to help our fellow man, our fellow woman. Nothing to do with being any anything like oh, oh, oh political parties, Americans. If you're a good person, you would help somebody regardless of what their origin of, uh, you know, native countries, et cetera. You help people because you're a good person. People are in need, plain and simple. There are good people all throughout the world. Americans don't have compassion and kindness cornered, the market cornered, you understand? And so they're fantastic people out there that want to help. But the people that you pay, imagine having an insurance company that you pay insurance to. That's what the government is. And when there's a problem, they're a no-show. They're fucking absent without leave. Imagine that. Well, this is what's happening. This is exactly what's happening. I'm going to get a rundown of the full list of people that have not fucking stepped up to the plate. I'm talking about agencies, not dopes like Mayor Pete or Biden and these fucking posers, right? Doesn't take a genius to figure out. I just pulled the list. Uh, FEMA, nowhere to be found. EPA, nowhere to be found. FBI, nowhere to be found. 
news media, nowhere to be found. You know, we talked to, personally, we talked to, I talked to uh, one one of the folks I'd like to have on this show, independent journalist who's covering this stuff in a brief conversation today. And uh, I think some of these uh, really young bucks who are out there doing good work don't quite understand really how things work in the news media. So I said, you want to come on the show? And he said, why don't you do a Twitter Spaces? I said, because I got a show. The fuck do I need Twitter for? <laughs> we reach a lot more people than Twitter fucking Spaces. <laughs> 